like real life Columbus, Georgia. It is an awesome, incredible, fantastic group of young men and women. We are family. God bless you, real life. I love you so much. Can I say welcome to all of our first-time guests? We love you. My name is Pastor Jonathan. I'm the student ministries pastor here. And on behalf of myself and our incredible team of leaders, we want to say thank you for joining us tonight. You're in for a treat. Because God loves real life, and real life loves Jesus, and real life loves Columbus, and God's going to use us to change the world. Amen, real life. Come on, y'all ready for God's word tonight? Praise the Lord. So, I don't know if y'all are ready. So, you know, your youth pastor loves you so much that I, I just think it's important to start this series off right. Y'all feel me? Y'all ready for this? Because y'all know I've been down so long, it looked like up to me. They look up to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. Come on, y'all sing with me. I've been down so long, it looked like up to me. Come on love to me. I got fake people showing fake love to me straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. Y'all give it up. Come on, y'all. We Tell your neighbor we about to have a good night tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now I think you're ready for the word tonight. Because y'all know I got to bring the fire after singing some Drake in the house of God. Hallelujah. Get ready. Young people, the reality is this. All of us desire real love, but all of us are daily affected by fake love. This is real love, students. This is real love. Listen close. Don't miss this part because this is the most powerful part. It's God's word. 1 Corinthians 13 says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it's not proud, it, is, it doesn't dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Praise God for that. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love never fails, real life. It never fails. 
I'm passionate about what we're talking about for the next few weeks because Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he said it like this in, in uh, John 15, verse 13. It says, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And later on in verse 17, he says, this is my command to us as his believers, to love one another. That's the greatest form. The greatest form of love is when we lay down our lives for one another. Amen. Unfortunately, that's not the type of love we see on a regular basis. For the next few weeks, we're going to explain why it's so important to guard your heart from fake love. It's not God's will for us to embrace fake love, and he definitely wants us to stop showing fake love to one another. Proverbs 4.23, it says, above everything else, above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. That's God's word tonight. The foundation for the next few weeks is this, and we need to realize this truth. True love gives, and fake love takes. Here's, here's some examples. Y'all want some examples of what fake love looks like? You know, here, here's a couple of them are kind of annoying to me. Y'all, y'all, I got fake people showing fake love to me straight up to my face, right? It's crazy. You have those people who are like over-exaggerated people, right? You walk in the room and you're like, oh my gosh, look at your hair, girl. I love your hair. Oh, is that a new outfit? Oh, you're so pretty. Can I borrow that? Your boots are so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. You got those leg warmers with the boots, and I'm like, oh, that works so good, girl. And it's over-exaggerated, so much so that it's like, I know you're fake right now. When I see those types of people, I immediately imagine Buddy the Elf saying, Santa's coming. Santa's coming. It's, it's, that's just where my mind goes because it's like straight up fake, exaggerated people. So, yeah, y'all feel me. Or how about this? Another example of fake love. I want to give a shout out to anyone who has ever worked or is currently working for Chick-fil-A. Can I get some love for those people right now? Because y'all know you go up to Chick-fil-A to get your chicken sandwich with your Polynesian sauce. And the cashier with her pretty little smile said, you say thank you. And she said, it's my pleasure. Y'all, that is fake love because you know the only reason it's my pleasure is because the paycheck comes on Friday. And as soon as, soon as that person finds a better job, it's going to be my pleasure to leave Chick-fil-A. Praise the Lord. What about the friends who are only around when they need you? That's fake love. The second that you need them for something, there is some sort of excuse coming your way why they can't be there. Right? Man, they said they'd be there for you, but where were they when you needed them most? That's fake love. 
God has called us to be a family. God has called us to have one another's backs. God has called us, Scripture says, if we are the family of God like we're supposed to be, when one part of this body suffers, we all suffer with it. When one part of the body celebrates, we all celebrate with it and rejoice because when one part is elevated, we're all lifted up. We're to do this together. And then there's my least favorite fake love, expression of fake love. We have the people that are amazing to your face. Man, you are just so incredible. I love what you did last week with the altar call. It was just so incredible, Pastor Jonathan. And then the next day, you hear how just a few moments after they were talking to you, they're talking junk behind your back. Those people who are two-faced and and talking trash about you the moment you are out of ears hearing distance straight up to my face fake love every day every day in high school you will experience or be exposed to some form of fake love every single day every day it will be annoying every day it will wear you down every day it will tempt you to conform every day you will have to guard your heart every day someone's going to make you angry every day But before we hate on people who got fake love, we need to realize two things, real life. We need to realize that there are moments when you have been the one showing fake love. There are moments where you have actually been the perpetrator. There are moments where you have actually done the thing that you hate the most when people do it to you. So we need to remember that in the back of our minds. This isn't just a sermon to point fingers and say, man, I can't stand it when that happens. Because a lot of times when we're pointing the fingers, we're doing the exact same thing that we hate. Before we start pointing fingers, we need to recognize, and this is my second realization, we need to recognize that fake love is a byproduct of a broken heart fake love is a byproduct of something happening in someone's life that is breaking their heart to the point where they are reacting and lashing out because of the brokenness that's inside of them. So before we begin to write people off because they're fake, because they got fake love, because they annoy us, because they do things that we hate and can't stand, because we need to realize that the Those very people are the very people that Jesus Christ died for, to heal their hearts, to give them freedom and forgiveness. Even if they didn't ask for it, Jesus died while they were yet sinners. And I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that Christ died for me while I was yet a sinner. Before I was committed, before I humbly served him with all of my heart, life, and soul, spirit, power, man, he loved me unconditionally. See, fake love happens in relationships because of past hurts. We show fake love in our relationships with one another because we've been hurt in the past, so we don't want to get hurt in the future, right? So we put off walls and restrictions and boundaries, and we say, you know what? You're going to stay at an arm's length because I've been hurt, and I got fake love right now for you. Fake love happens in romance because we're naturally selfish. We want to take, remember, Real love gives, fake love takes. And because of that, we are naturally selfish. So in our relationships, a lot of times, we show fake love in our relationships because we're selfish. Fake love happens in friend groups because of insecurity and the need to be accepted. 
We do things to one another to gain approval and get our status raised because, man, we will, we will trash somebody. We will tear somebody down. We will leave somebody that we were once loyal to just so that our name can be elevated because we're so insecure. Fake love happens in the church when we love, when we say that we love one another, but we really don't. Fake love happens in the kingdom of God when, when uh, we as the church say, you know what, I love real life, but I hate my school. I love real life, but I hate my, the people I have to go to class with because they're a bunch of heathens. They're a bunch of sinners. But Jesus in, the, in 1 John 4.20 says, if you say you love God, but hate your brother, the love of God is not in you. So we got to love one another. Yeah, y'all can clap for that. It's God's word. Fake love happens in our families because of dysfunction. Man, y'all know mom and dad don't get everything right. Some of y'all deal with stuff at home that is just terrible. Y'all don't deserve to go through it, but, but guess what? It's there, so it causes us to have pain, and it causes us to have hurt, and we spend our morning getting ready in an environment that is so dysfunctional and so broken that by the time we get to school, we're so brokenhearted that we have to put up defense. We have to put up guards. We have to say, you know what? I'm going to be angry all day long, and I don't care who gets hurt. I'm going to give the death look. Y'all know what the death look is. My teacher calls on me. I'm going to be silent. I'm going to look at her like, try me. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Fake love happens because of broken hearts. Y'all, I want to tell you about a little dysfunction in my family. Y'all, there was this time where my brother Eric, he, he's got a good name. Um, he literally beat me with a stick, y'all. This is my older brother. I'm the baby in the family. And, and my brother and his best friend, they would get together and they would do cool stuff. And as the little brother, I would always want to do it with them. I'd bug them. I'd antagonize them. I would follow them around. They'd always be like, shut up, Jonathan. Get away from me. And I would, I would pursue, pursue, and pursue, and they would hate it, hate it, and hate it more. How many of y'all got little siblings that get on your nerves? That was me. One time... My brother Eric and his best friend were playing, uh, it was kind of elementary, but they were sword fighting with sticks, right? We were young. And so I, I was like, man, I want a sword fight. Can I play? And I asked them, and, and Eric and his friend looked at one another, and they're like, ooh, yeah, Jonathan, you can play. So they give me a stick, and I'm, get this, I'm six years younger than them. So I'm six years smaller. I'm six years uncoordinated. I'm six years weaker. I am terrible with hand-eye coordination. And so they give me a stick, and three seconds later, they have smacked the stick out of my hand, and both my brother and his best friend are wailing away on me with this stick, like just pelting me on my back, on my side, up my leg, on my head. It was like, in the moment, this is what happened. The moment happened where finally I was such in physical and emotional pain, I started crying, y'all. Crying like a little baby. And the moment I started crying, my brother looked at me and realized, oh my gosh, look at what we have just done. And y'all better believe my brother was like, oh, baby brother, come here. But let me give you a hug. Let me hold you. I love you, little brother. I love you, little brother. I love you. Y'all know that was fake love. It was fake love. He was trying to put a stop to the consequences of what he had done. 
This memory, it, it constantly jogs my memory back to the passage of Scripture we're going to look at tonight. It reminds me of this, and, and here's the context of tonight's word. Abraham is considered the father of faith in Scripture. And God gave him a promise that he would be the father of a great nation and that his descendants would be more numerous than the sand on the beach and the stars in the sky. It was an incredible promise given to Abraham. And he and his wife had Isaac. So finally the promise was beginning to be fulfilled and heir. And God tested Abraham's faith by asking him to sacrifice his dream, his firstborn son Isaac on the altar. And the story goes on, and Abraham obeyed God to the point where he had a knife in his hand ready to sacrifice his son on the altar. And the story, what happened, God stopped him from actually sacrificing Isaac. And this is the story of what happened with Isaac's sons. Isaac grew up and had his own children, and this is what happens in Genesis chapter 25. If you look with me on the screen, it says, When the time came for her to give birth, there were two twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red. That's kind of gross. And his whole body was like a hairy garment. That's even grosser. So they named him Esau. And after this, his brother came out and his hand was grasping at Esau's heel. So he was named Jacob, which means heel grabber, deceiver. If your name's Jacob in the room, I'm sorry. I love you. You're a good guy. But Jacob was, from the moment he was born, he was labeled as a deceiver. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebekah gave birth to them. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter. He was a man's man, a man of the open country, while Jacob was a girly man. He was content to stay at home with the tents with the women. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau. So his father loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Esau was daddy's boy and Jacob was a mama's boy and once when Jacob was cooking some stew Esau came in from the open country famished and said to Jacob quick let me have some of that red stew I'm famished and here's what happened Jacob replied first sell me your birthright sell me what you your inheritance sell me your future Look, I'm about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. And then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and he drank and got up and left. And Esau despised his birthright. He despised his future for a bowl of soup. Tonight, God wants me to lay a foundation for this series and for our lives with this powerful truth. Just because someone or something tries to satisfy your temporary craving does not mean they truly love you. All of us have cravings. We've got natural desires. But just because someone says they want to satisfy your desires temporarily, that doesn't mean they love you. Fake love looks appealing in the moment, but looks foolish when you look back on it. Some of the relationships you've embraced and felt look good in the moment, but the moment you break up, you've regretted the decisions you made and you've thought to yourself, what in the world was I thinking? What was I doing with him? What was I doing with her? Man, I was attracted to them. Come on, y'all. How many of y'all regret some past relationships like I do? 
There ain't nobody on the face of this planet that's as beautiful as my wife. I was stupid to look at anybody else. Here's the deal. Fake love says yes immediately to your cravings and your present desires. But true love says yes to what's best for your future, even if it hurts. As a parent, sometimes the greatest lessons that I can teach my children, the greatest expressions of love that I can show my own children are the times where I I have to say no. Man, Damien, I would love to play Halo with you for four hours today. I would love to play Call of Duty with you. My son would play video games all day, every day if he could. But one of the greatest expressions of love to him as a father is to say, no, we're going to go read. Because I care about your future. I care about you getting that scholarship. You're going to get straight A's, boy. Sometimes you got to say no. Get this real life. There are cravings that will ruin your future if you embrace them now. There are cravings that will simply ruin your future if you embrace them today. Jacob grew up watching Esau be dad's favorite boy. He spent years of his life up to this point dealing with rejection. Many of us in this room have daddy issues too. Some of us young ladies, you haven't been told you're pretty by your father. You haven't been told you're daddy's princess. Can I tell you tonight, you are gorgeous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. If your dad is not doing it at home, I'm sorry. Let me be a spiritual father to you and say God loves you. He created you. You're beautiful. You're perfect just the way you are. He cares about you. Some of the gentlemen in this room are so angry and upset because your dad didn't spend time teaching you the things that you deserve to be taught. I'm telling you tonight, if you don't want to be the same kind of man your dad was to you, you better get up on the inside and start living for something bigger than yourself. Because if you keep that anger and bitterness in your heart, it will destroy your future. His life was spent waiting. Esau was waiting. Jacob didn't really love his brother. His life was spent waiting for an opportunity to get himself in a position that he wanted in the family no matter what it would cost. Esau wasn't much better because Esau spent his entire life striving to keep the affection of his father. He knew his father loved the taste of wild game, so he ate, slept, and drank hunting. He was a man of the open country just to get the affection and the attention of his father. The scripture tells us clearly, Esau came in from the open country famished and said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew because I'm so tired. If we're not careful in how we balance our emotions with school, with work, with relationships, with family, with sports, with stress, with peer pressure, if we're not careful at how we balance those things, we can spend ourselves and stretch ourselves so thin, seeking love that we will eventually accept a counterfeit fake love. We want it so bad and so desperately and we work for it so hard that we're so tired that we'll get to the point of exhaustion where, man, I am done trying. I'm done striving, so I'm just going to take what I can get. We embrace fake love. Please hear me tonight, young person. You have to be very careful with the decisions you make when you're stressed. You have to be very careful with the decisions that you make when you're tired. You have to be very careful with the decisions you make when you're hungry 
Man, if you are out past midnight, one o'clock in the morning, y'all better get yourself home because when you are tired, you are dumb. You make dumb decisions when you're tired. You make dumb decisions when you're angry. Y'all know some of the jokes that you tell when it's after one o'clock? That stuff ain't funny unless you're slap happy. Y'all got to get real with yourself. You're vulnerable with those feelings and emotions. We can't live by our feelings. Here's the deal. We've got to stop living in our feelings, real life. We're way too, man, how do I feel about this? Oh, I feel good, so it must be good for me. But the reality is, if it feels good, you better have a warning in your heart because just because it feels good doesn't mean it's good for your future. We make dumb decisions in weak moments. The more weary you are, the more tired you are, the more brokenhearted you are, the more susceptible you are to embrace fake love. And Jacob proposed a trade to Esau. He said, you want some soup? You want some food? I got it. Give me your birthright. You want to be satisfied now? Okay, let's do this. Give me your future. I'll satisfy you for this moment, but I want your future. And that's what fake love is telling each and every one of us every single day of our lives. You want to be satisfied? Okay, let's do this. But I'm going to have your future for it. That's what fake love does. Jacob knew and understood it wasn't a fair trade. He knew it was not right to despise his birthright for a meal. And if we're honest with ourselves real life, we know the difference between right and wrong. If we're honest, gut level honest, we know the decisions we make to give in to fake love. We know when we're wrong and when we're right. We know when it's not right to indulge in premarital sex. We know it's wrong to take advantage of people for our own gain. We know it's not right to be fake to someone to their face and lie about them behind their back. We know this to be true. But we're so caught up in our own feelings that we live it every single day. Fake love can lead us to accept less than God's calling and God's purpose for our lives. It'll rob us of your future. Jacob knew, but he didn't care in the moment because he was overwhelmed with the feeling of fatigue. Some of us in this room are really tired emotionally. I get that. I've come tonight to encourage you. If you're that person, if you're tired, if you're at the last bit of your strength and you're about to give in and give up because it would be easier to live in sin than to live for Jesus. If the proposition is being made right now in your life, man, if you want some satisfaction, here it is. And you know you're right there at the verge of wanting to take a hold of it because all you want is some satisfaction in your life because you're tired. If that's you, I've come to encourage you. Stop giving your heart away to things that are fake love simply because you're starving to be satisfied. Don't give your heart away simply because you're starving. God can fill you. God can give you love. God can give you everything that you need. He can satisfy the desires of your heart. He'll give you more than what you desire if you will trust Him and obey. It's not worth it. Your future's not worth it. Don't quit. Don't give up. You're about to give in. You can't give in. There's more at stake than what you think, young person. You're about to grab a hold of something that will only temporarily give you satisfaction. You're better than that. Hear that. 
get some strength in you from God's word tonight and stand up against the temptation. You can overcome and be satisfied with God's true and perfect love. Fake love is such a powerful force in our world today because we're too busy chasing feelings rather than chasing real love. We're so caught up in the emotions of the moment that we can't see clearly through the deception that's at work in our lives. Hear this powerful verse, young person. Jeremiah 17, verse 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Your heart, you follow your heart and you're going to be deceived. You follow your emotions and your emotions are going to lead you to destruction. It's deceitful above all else and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to the reward of each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. You better believe tonight, young person, if you think, if you bought into the lie that our culture says, just follow your heart. Do what feels good. Do what, if it feels good, it's right. You're in the process of being deceived. Both Jacob and Esau were deceived by fake love. They chased feelings rather than true love. Esau was passionate about hunting. There was nothing intrinsically wrong with that. Hunting was what he was known for. He was a man of the open country. He put everything he had into that identity. Tonight I've come to ask you the question, what are you known for? What are you pouring yourself into that is now becoming your personal identity, that is becoming actually an idol before God? Because whatever we place before God is an idol in our lives. So if you're, you're striving, you're working, you're pushing to be the most popular person on your campus for popularity's sake, guess what? When you graduate high school in just a few short years, none of those people are going to care about you. There's going to come a time, if if sports are all you're known for, there's going to come a time where your body cannot function at the athletic level that you'll get paid to do what you want to do. The statistics are very clear. You're not going to make it to the league unless God has called you to the league. And it's through his spirit and through his power that you're going to get there. I'm not trying to step on your dreams, but I'm trying to help you evaluate your life in your current state. Emotionally, where are you? Who are you? What are you trying to be? Are you trying to be a man after God's own heart? Are you trying to be a woman of virtue? Or are you trying to be known for something? Jacob, Esau wanted to be known. But Esau shows us that our greatest strengths can become our greatest weakness if we're not careful. Because it brought him to the point where he wanted to be so known as a man of the open country that it brought him so weak to where he was willing to compromise. You can fall in love with what you are good at rather than what you were made for. It's a trap. All of us are susceptible. We can fall in love with what we're good at or we can live for what God's made us to live for. Our hearts can deceive us in moments of weakness. Our feelings can lead us in the wrong direction. Tonight, God is calling many of us to get up out of our feelings and focus on what's true. Our culture will tell us that if it feels right, it's right. But I'm here tonight to tell you that's fake love. Love that produces instant gratification is fake love because real love is patient. Real love's patient. Ladies, there are guys that will tell you everything you want to hear emotionally. 
There are guys that will show up at the right moment in your life. They'll see the opportunity. They will see the window where you're weak. They will see, man, she needs somebody. I'm going to be that for her. And he will swoop in and be your prince. He will swoop in and be your prince charming. He will be there at the right time. He'll say the right things. He'll be there in that moment where you need him the most. And there are guys that will say all the things you want to hear. You may say, he may say things like, you complete me, babe. You make me, you make me a better man. I wouldn't be the man I am today without you. I am so in love with you. Can you please tell me what you're thinking, babe? Because I care about your thoughts. Can, can I just, or get this one, this was my favorite. Can we just lay here for a while and let me listen to you breathe? Y'all know, y'all know there's some snakes that will say exactly what you want to hear, ladies. I'm telling you the truth tonight. He may say that you're the center of his universe, but if he wants to take your purity now, he doesn't really love you. Jacob, Jacob was waiting for a moment to take advantage of his brother. Esau was stretched thin, tired, and desperate. Hear me tonight, young person. Fake love looks for an opportunity to take what's not really theirs at the expense of others. That's what fake love does every single time. It looks for an opportunity to take what's not really theirs at the expense of others. You've got to realize what's happening in front of you. If someone is trying to take your purity, if someone's trying to take your innocence, if someone is trying to lead you to the path of destruction, they're trying to take something that's not theirs for their own benefit. That's fake love. Man, they may be your bro. They, we might be ride or die posse. Like, let's, let's do this. I am, we'll, we'll do this. I got your back no matter what happens. It doesn't, that, that was my old school terminology, man. We ride or die, baby. That's, that's Machiavelli. No, just kidding. But if, you're, if your boy is leading you to a crack house so that you can get paid selling poison to people that are killing God's children, that's fake love. You're trying to take something from someone else for your own benefit, and that's going to lead you to hell. It's going to rob you of your future. I'm going to invite the band, the rest of the band to come. We're closing this out. Get ready. Get ready, real life, because I believe with all my heart, God wants, God wants our hearts to be healthy so that we stop showing fake love. Amen? I can imagine the same thing that Jacob was wanting to steal from Esau was the same thing Esau was spending his life striving to hold on to to the point of exhaustion, being accepted by his father. Both of them deeply desired the approval and the acceptance. I'm going to ask everybody to stand to your feet tonight. No one talking, no one being a distraction. Come on, this is a holy moment right now. I recognize tonight, even myself, even your pastor, we all, each and every one of us, desire acceptance. That was the drug of my choice in high school. I wasn't addicted to marijuana. I wasn't addicted to alcohol. 
but I was addicted to acceptance in high school. I wanted approval. I wanted love from other people. Tonight, I want to I want to warn us as a student ministry: if we're not careful, our feelings and our emotions can lead us in the wrong direction, potentially robbing us of, of the future God intends for us. That yearning, that craving, that desire for approval, that that desire for satisfaction, it will lead us to a place that will rob us of our future. When we make poor decisions, it brings temporary relief to a permanent problem in real life. When we make dumb choices, what that does in the moment, it gives us temporary relief from a permanent problem. Fake love satisfies in the moment, but it leaves you empty and brokenhearted in the end. When your heart is broken, you begin to produce fake love in your life and in the lives of your friends, of people you should really love. You actually, because you satisfy yourself and find yourself even more broken than when you first began, it causes you to feel broken and then in turn the only way you can respond is fake love. 